You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. Oh my! What a show we have today, because we have Budrick Elliott in the booth. But, but you can say hi here. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Air horns! Next if to... you don't know Bud, Bud is the... Bud is the proprietor of Tomahawk Nation. Bud is also... And four, and four, expert. and four other Twitter accounts, he told me. At least four other Twitter accounts. Wait, 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 wait. I know of one other Twitter account. Go ahead. List them. All right. So SBN Recruiting, which is the one you should follow for this show. Uh, Backup Tomahawk, which is the one I created when I used to get in Twitter jail. But Chris (laughs) Chris Thorman has now kind of cleared me so I don't get throttled anymore if I want to go on like a a Twitter spree. Uh, And then the NCAA said we can't tweet live from the press box at baseball uh, during playoff events. So I created – FSU play-by-play, which we almost never use except during like baseball playoff season, and it's it's annoying to tweet play-by-play from like your main account. So if you want to have baseball play-by-play college baseball, you can follow that. Occasionally, we'll use that. And at your fifth account, Trail Ballins. Yes. <laughs> rogue, rogue POTUS. Rogue POTUS tapper. Rogue He's doing that. He's doing rogue, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Rogue Jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Where Jimbo's in total control, it's like complete propaganda. It's great. Be like, he's just raking in five stars, and everyone's completely happy with him. And his truck, his truck looks clean this week. It's like the DPRK media account. <laughs> dear, dear leader, dear leader's uh, vertical leap has really improved. Dear leader's all natural hair looks better than ever. Dear leader's shining, glimmering mat of hair is ever expanding. <laughs> Hair Island is now truly Hair Archipelago. <laughs> Opinion: Does Deer Leader have too much hair? 
More like a hair Pangea. <laughs> you know, yesterday it was slipping a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, oh. I, I, I spotted you, that on. Uh, you, you think you think he needs a little maintenance? Perhaps, especially if he's going to get an endorsement deal, which you're in Florida. We have all these old folks. You should definitely get a hair plug endorsement deal. Um, you got to make sure you're, you're looking right before you really go and, and pitch the endorsement. I think it's, I, think of it less as hair and more of like a putting green and be like, he's just mixing it up. You know? Oh, Jimbo's hair is running a little faster today. Look at that. <laughs> what is Jimbo's hair on a stent meter? <laughs> to add some challenge. Is that it? That's right. It's like That's a 14. Right. Oh, he's got Sunday hair today. Usually he's got his Friday hair on, but woo. Jimbo, you, you might need to tiger proof that hair a little bit. You try to land a you try to land a six iron on that hair. You can't do it. Bounce right off. Welcome back to our golf podcast. So that, was, uh, that's that was how FSU did yesterday. The only worry was Jimbo's hair. That's all you really need to know that, about. That's it. really it. Yeah, that, they just did just everything collects. well. Did anything but did anything bad happen yesterday to Florida State recruiting wise? Oh yeah, like eighty percent of the day was it was a meltdown in the comment section because they they started the day with a four star backer from Georgia. Yeah. They missed on their next six targets, which were kind of their next five guys, which were they had some shot at. And so people are like, oh, this class is shot. I'm like, well, they did enroll like one of the best early enrollee classes in the nation, and they, they're pretty loaded. Uh, and then they get Marvin Wilson, and everybody was happy once again. Good. I, I like that you have – I think I'm going to say you've turned into it, but it, it's probably like a multi, multi-tiered multi effort where Florida State is now – Florida State fans are now sort of like crazed stockholders that are like, the stock only <laughs> went up 18%. We missed projections. This is bullshit. What are we doing here? That's fun. Um, Florida recruited as well. That's all we're going to say about it. Please. Hey, Florida had a good day. If you say Florida, so. Florida shocked the world by bringing in enough three stars to crack the top ten. Hey, Florida. Florida went back to its roots. Okay? That's all you need to know. The Spur- Yeah, that's right. They brought, <laughs> they brought back Spurrier, so that's all part of brought the plan. Brought back Spurrier. The recruiting class sitting around what? Ten? Tenth yeah. in the nation? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Not that's, bad. That's traditional. I mean, you don't want to get too big too fast. That The Urban Meyer model where you get a little tipsy and, yeah, the shareholders become irrational. All of a sudden, like, nothing's good enough. Right. And, yeah, maybe you recruit a guy who goes on to kill somebody. I mean, I put that last. I mean, that's granted, you're only, like, 17 spots ahead of Texas, which is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> mm. But mm. hold on, we're not we're not digging USC for bringing on a recruit who went on to kill somebody. Like, how long does this last? <laughs> yeah, Be fair. What's, the statute, what's the statute limitations here, Bud? Bud, you'd know. <laughs> we've, got, we've got two lawyers on here. We can answer this. Neither of us are licensed to practice in California, or me anywhere else, as it turns out. Um, can we talk about who really won signing day though? And we didn't find out until today. Do we have to? Yeah. Tennessee. Oh, they did. You know uh, why? Yeah. You know why? Because they changed the whole damn recruiting metric. They they, uh, they evaluate who really loves to play the game. That's right. You're out there caring about things like speed and agility and strength and experience and skill. Not Butch Jones, man. Butch Jones only cares about one thing. Five-star star hearts. Starry hearts. Which, let me be clear. If you have a five-star heart, you should and go that. to the doctor <laughs> right away. You have at least one extra ventricle, and that's not ideal. Here Art, at the no. University of Tennessee, we're pleased to announce we've signed Captain Planet. <laughs> I want to start with a review of the works of Butch Jones over the past nine months or so. 
that he did answer Tennessee's disappointing 2016 season by saying that they'd already won the championship of life. So really, what's the SEC championship to anyone? I quote, championship of life. Additionally, Butch Jones, when regarding the team winning the SEC East as a goal for the year, said, well, you never heard me talk about it. <laughs> when in fact, um, I, I believe Butch Jones had explicitly talked about it on, on several occasions. So th there's another list of uh, another thing Butch Jones said. Uh, Butch Jones, in addition to the five-star heart, right, mm -hmm. is fond of saying the brick-by-brick brick mantra, right? Yes. Program brick-by-brick. Brick. Which Never is confusing because bricks don't have hearts. Bricks don't brick have hearts. I mean, yeah, and in addition to that, really, like, it never mentions mortar. Unless, unless, hold on, unless Butch Jones has a <laughs> wall in his basement that's made of petrified human hearts. I think he's, maybe we've been getting this all wrong. Maybe we think it's all rah-rah motivational bullshit, but the championship of life actually refers to human lives that Butch Jones has taken, and he keeps trophies of them in a basement in a wall. Can we talk about how fucking metal Butch Jones is? <laughs> I do like the no mortar theory because that means you're just literally building a pile. <laughs> that sounds about right. That mean that worked for Phil Fulmer. He just got some big bricks. And it's that, like, well, look, here's John Henderson. That's a big brick. And that fits with Tennessee's season as a whole because, you know, you start stacking it and you're like, oh, this is looking pretty good. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't have any structural problems, and then it falls, and many injuries result in the process. Tennessee football. The whole thing looked like looked like Eastern Michigan's entrance. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's rough. By the way, Bud, Bud, how was their how was their recruiting day overall? It was, it was okay. They uh, they they got the number one ESPN player, Trey Smith, uh, who's a five star, and Butch Jones tweets out. Uh, five-star brick-by-brick with fireworks photos when they get a five-star. So he does seem to care about that a little bit when they actually get him. Um, his sister also works for the school, which is really smart recruiting. Hmm. How's that, how's that work? Are you, are you trying to say maybe that occasionally there's a correlation between a relative getting a job at a school or an associated business and a recruit? You hey, wouldn't say that. Hey, would you? hey, of course hold, not. hold on. Ivy League schools get to do legacies. What's wrong with that? You saying the Ivies aren't something to aspire to? I yeah, might kinda. say that their selection for talent and overall fresh blood entering the system, not exactly the best model. No, I'll go out on that limb. Absolute. Um, we, we have to get to questions quickly because I don't know anything about recruiting, and I'm only allowed to say that now that I got done yesterday hosting a two-hour National Signing Day show. Our company makes some interesting choices. Um so I'm going but, but, to. But Bud was on it, so we're good. Bud was on it, and so is Amy Campbell, and they're very talented, and they actually pay attention to this. Um, I'm going to start with this question from Trayton Miller at Trayton Miller on Twitter. How funny is it that Texas can't recruit in the state of Texas? <laughs> oh, it's real funny. I mean, yeah, I, I think if, if it happens next year, then we, we're going to ratchet up the funniness a whole to lot. a major level. Yeah. yeah. Like, but why why can't they do this? I don't know if Tom Herman had the connections that Texas fans thought he had in that state. And I also think that they, look, they missed on some top kids. They didn't reach a whole lot. Right. You know, they flipped a kid from UCF, but they kind of did pocket some scholarships and said, look, we'll, 
we'll get back to you next year. If we have a better year on the field, we'll probably have a little more momentum. Well, and UCF in exchange flipped a kid from Maryland. Who is so. almost certainly not mm. going to qualify. But, well, uh, whew. Yeah. No, that's come on. That doesn't. Does that matter in the ACC with Not, a team like Maryland in the ACC? What, it doesn't matter. Why do you think Maryland's in the ACC? Because <laughs> they play wait, Auburn wait. every year. Yeah, what? They're not in the ACC. <laughs> no, they are in the ACC. That's ridiculous. They're a charter member. Where else would they go? <laughs> They're a Big East team. What other conference would take Maryland? What other conference would be dumb enough to take Maryland? What other conference would hunger after them? Like, oh, yeah, let's go get Maryland. Sunday. Hey, by the, by the way, by the way, top 20 recruiter, Maryland. Were you aware of this, Spencer? <laughs> Man, you know what? Top, top 20 recruiter is like the Waffle House, influential member of the Waffle House determining something's good. All right, it just like, what, what a, I mean, all right, if you say top 10, Maybe that means something. But once you get past any ranking into the 15 to 25 oh. range, you're just making it up. I think that's general for everything. Yeah, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. we already Those know we already yeah. know that's true of like the top 25 in general for college football. Like nobody looks and says, "Oh, that team's number 20." No, 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 no. I want you to like let's take this back to just another case, okay? Presidents. All right? If I ask you to list like five good presidents, you can think of five you can make a pretty good case for, right? You know, you're like, mm, Lincoln, all right, that's cool. That's the Alabama president's, like, one. I mean, he's the Alabama president's in every important way, but one. As far as, as, far as, as, far as number of achievements go. Correct, correct. And that's, okay. why, that's why Nick Saban won't go to the theater, y'all. <laughs> how, how is the play, Scott Cochran? Um, the, but once you get to, if I said, who's the 15th best president? You'd be like, ah, oh, that guy's like, He's actually not that. Good. However, however, if you said who's the forty-third best president, you would know, and that is where Maryland usually recruits. Fair. So are, are we, talk, we talk about we talk about Ole Miss now. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> the 43rd president and Ole Miss probably do have several things in common. We. You, best. I I feel I think it was Luke maybe who joked at the beginning of the day that he really wanted to see a coach come out and say like, yeah, you know, this class is garbage. And Hugh Freeze came pretty close to doing that. <laughs> he called it. He was it. Did he call it a penalty? He yeah. said his class was a penalty. Yeah, he said that. Yep. He said that about teenagers that he had convinced to come to his school. <laughs> like, holy shit! What a what a what a hard thing to hear on your first day officially affiliated with a new university. Like, well. Not the kid I wanted, but what can you do? Well, Welcome. I don't know why the good Lord saw fit to afflict me with this group of young men, but I have chosen to bear the burden of having to look at them for the next three to four years. I, I am calling this the Job class. <laughs> I mean, really, like, Bud, you you pay attention to this way more than we do. Have you have you ever heard of a coach just openly being like, yeah, I don't know, man, this, this, is, this, this trash? No. No, I, I haven't. I mean, th- this is... Like, even in the USC years and some of those down Miami years, like, they still managed to put on the face of, you know, hey. But you bitch about excited the Excited num- about who we got. You we, bitch like, about the number of scholarships right, that, that you have. You don't right. bitch about the quality kids used to fill the scholarships you actually do have. Yeah, I mean, the line here is so easy. It's just, you just say, well, we're, you know, we're excited about the kids that we got. We think we got some diamonds in the rough. Like, I, even I can fucking rattle this Mississippi off. Mississippi is classically underscouted. I mean, yeah. We definitely have some, some yeah, high-profile kids. So, oh, mm. man. At the, very, at the very least, 
me, still relatively a recruiting novice, I know what to say no matter what happens. You know what? It, not a class that you're going to see a whole lot of five stars in, but we addressed the needs that we had. That's there you right. go. That's right. We addressed our needs. That's Get right. out of the room. We're more about Don't do that. We're more about the coaching only, them the up. The only one allowed them? to complain about their class is Nick Saban, and he did. Why would he <laughs> He got on TV and said, well, we would have liked to get more cornerbacks. <laughs> um, and can I remind everybody, where did they place? They, 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 were, they were first. Yeah, they had the, their highest scoring class ever. For the seventh year in a row? Yeah. They mm. convinced the top 100 recruit to take a gray shirt off. <laughs> but he got a free, shirt, uh, free trip to France, so that worked out. Yeah, um, they converted the from- Eiffel Tower into the Alabama A. <laughs> Put the little mullet at the top. It's, <laughs> it's the cer- it certainly lacks the serifs necessary. <laughs> and and this, I, this, this trip was overseen by another outlet that does video. <laughs> Bleacher Report is the name of the outlet. You, 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 can, you can say it. It's, it was, it's a nice video. <laughs> fine. They did, they did a fine job. You There's some backstory there. Okay. Uh, over who was supposed to be broadcasting live at the opening okay. this summer because ESPN ha- has it on TV and maybe certain things were or were not supposed to be shown live. So that that, that feud goes back a little bit longer than that awful announcing uh, article had. Mm, can, I, can, I, can I give you a fun thing from Rival Recruiting Rankings? Just a few fun things. I like to just throw these out here. Okay, because we're talking about Hugh Freeze. And uh, if you remember the glee in Dan Mullen's voice when somebody asked him uh, about his quarterback and who else had recruited him? And he gleefully said, UT Chattanooga. Um, Old Miss is ranked 39th, following teams all ahead of Old Miss. Uh, Baylor, who, if you remember, uh, had no recruits. They had like one, one recruit like a month ago. Uh, congratulations. You fell behind a team that actually didn't have a recruiting class, Old Miss. Pitt. Pitt is a spot ahead of you. Oklahoma State and Arizona, both ahead of you. Yeah, I mean, Pitt won the national championship, so yeah, I don't see what's out about that. True. Yeah, I know. Put Pitt in. But Arizona Where is confusing, Miss- yeah. Yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky finished ahead of Ole Miss at 26th. Utah, a Pac-12 team, not named USC or Oregon or Washington, finished ahead of Ole Miss. Oh, Maryland. Yeah, that 17th spot. They finished way up there. Will Muschamp out-recruited you. Will Muschamp out-recruited you badly. But my favorite, in the 27th spot, sitting there with a cigar in his mouth, probably laughing his ass off in the house. At this point, Dan Mullen's house in Starkville, it's got to have add-ons to add-ons, right? Like, he's got to be like you in SimCity when you built the perfect city, and you're like, I don't know, let's just build another archaeology. Another archaeology. <laughs> we could use a ninth floor. Yeah, how many bubblas we got in this room? I don't know. We got like nine bubblas. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, they're at twenty-seven, so they are a full twelve spots ahead of the penalty that is old Mrs. Recruiting class. <laughs> That's got to be the hashtag. Just follow them <laughs> with that. With for like, like you know how coaches tweet like the like the brand their classes with sure, hashtags yeah. like. But, Bud, what was FSU's this year? Like, Tribe 17 or something? Yeah, they just changed the year. It's always Tribe something. That's easy to remember. So, Ole Miss, we got to go the penalty 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is a ro- this is a robust and, and rich <laughs> brew. Um, if you want to know, by the way, Randy Edsel, who pulled her scholarship from a recruit after coming on board 
uh, after the firing of Bob Diaco, where they finished 100th. 100th. <laughs> mm. Good there thing go, they, Good thing they cut the dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, but was there anything else that we obviously just missed in making fun of most of this that is like an actual trend? I mean, we talked about talked about old Miss tanking, talked about, yeah, Florida State and, and Alabama just r- raking in talent. As as usual, uh, is there anything that we missed? Uh, Stanford had a really nice class. They got probably the two best offensive tackles in the country, the best like pocket passer, immobile passer in the country, and maybe the best pass catching tight end. So your intellectual brutality, Stanford ball is probably going to continue. And Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Oh, Georgia yeah, yeah. Georgia. Really uh, Georgia uh, signed twenty four and five star recruits, and the rest of the SEC East combined signed uh, twenty six. Mm. Also, also Oklahoma compared to the rest of the Big Twelve. O- Oklahoma had eighteen blue chips, and the rest of the league had fourteen. Yeesh. Where did all those Texas recruits go? Uh, north to Oklahoma. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Else. Yeah, everywhere. This was. It's listen. During the summer, like I know, I, I know people don't really like to pay attention to recruiting until signing day, and I'm not just specifically uh, calling out uh, Ryan and Spencer, but. <laughs> <laughs> pay pay attention to what Bud's telling you in the summer because it'll pay off months later. Bud was telling you all about this. Uh, recruits are holding on Texas and A&M to see how the season goes. And meanwhile, they're listening to Oklahoma. Look at the recruiting rankings. I, I Kirk, this. but I didn't talk to the right kids. Remember, if I had just talked to the, the yeah. other kids at the camp, uh, we would have found the yeah. kids that love A&M. I, in hear, the long I hear what you're saying, but summer is really when I catch up on Antiques Roadshow, and that's precious to me. That's fine too. The, the 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 February Antiques Roadshow, I'm sure it all pays off. I don't actually know what I do in the summer, to be honest. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't, I have no clue. There's just three months of like blank space and eating and sleeping. Hey, here's a good segue. This is a question from David Fulton at the Real Fulton. What's an acceptable number of beers to drink while mowing per hour spent? Well, I guess the mm-hmm. first question is: Are we talking like a ride-on mower here? Or, well, or give give us all the permutations. Shit. Well, I think first of all, the the overarching question, and I, I will throw it to Bud here. Uh, he's the yard work expert. Yeah. Is what do you mean by acceptable? Because if you're if you're writing this show, that bar is low. Well, let's 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 view acceptable as optimal in terms of mowing efficiency and drink refreshment you're trying to balance those two things and if you overserve, you're gonna you know maybe feel more refreshed but you're not going to be as good at, at mowing if you focus too much on the mowing you're not going to feel as refreshed so where is so you, the sweet spot you want to have a good time but not fuck up your yard yeah oh so we're not talking about i initially read it as how many should you drink when you're done mowing we're talking about like before and during yeah, the i see mowing. i see wow okay. and and as a principle of statutory construction i have no choice but to read wow as mean meaning you During sure you're not still barred? Month. I don't want. I can't. I can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna say probably no more than than three an hour. <laughs> I agree. If somebody's pounding like five <laughs> beers an hour while they mow the lawn, they are there for other purposes than landscaping. Like you could probably still do a pretty good job. I mean, if you six beers, two hours of yard work, I, I don't think anybody would notice. <laughs> But I'm a pretty big guy. I'm not, not quite as big as Ryan here in the booth. But... Um, yeah, Bud says I'm up to 260, so look out. <laughs> Blooming. I, I got a question from, and, and Bud said he had an answer here, from Dr. Patty Jones on Twitter. Did anyone commit by holding up a baby animal this year? 
The answer is no. There's almost always a dog. There was never a dog. Georgia had its best class ever without any dogs, though they did have a baby pug like a month ago. But I don't think that counts. Um, but what you got here? Uh, so somebody in, in the studio, I, I think it might have been Jess, said, has anybody committed like gender reveal style where they actually cut into the cake to Ooh. reveal the colors? And, and I said, no, people have had different cakes and then they cut into that you know, different cake. But I don't think anybody's ever committed to be a re- revealing like the colors of the cake. So next year, somebody definitely needs to do that. Well, here's the thing, though. If you're going to do that, your top three or four or however it is, they need to be pretty distinct. Because then you're gonna get into a like, no, 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 he cut. That's Tennessee orange. That's not Texas orange. That's perfect He's, for us. We'll blog that. That's. I mean, yeah, we will. Blog I that. have decided to choose between the University of Alabama, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. <laughs> Here's my choice. Oh no! Bye. Surprise! Surprise! Ohio State cake. <laughs> we did have uh, Jemias Williams not pick the nicer hat, maybe for the first oh, time ever. Which, yeah. which we were, oh. which. You know, Bud and I were talking about this on the live show that usually you see you see the hats laid out and there's one that looks like it's already been sort of pre-treated to look good on your head. And the other ones still have stickers on them or look like you bought them at the gas station. Uh, they're they're ratchet is what they are. Yeah. Um, and normally the recruit goes with the hat that's going to look good. But this guy took my advice and use that logic against everybody he turned down a chrome georgia hat sticker still on flatville that hat looked like a goddamn puff daddy video <laughs> yeah. and he picked the thing that he found in his uncle's golf cart <laughs> i was stunned i had the post prepped i had my finger on the button he picked up the garbage hat and i couldn't move i think he was making an honest statement to himself without realizing it about what it's going to be like to play it Georgia for the next couple of years versus what it's going to be like to play for <laughs> Will Muschamp. I have decided to never again touch anything shiny. <laughs> going to South Carolina. <laughs> I couldn't believe he's a master of deception. Like I, Muschamp's defense isn't known for known for all that all that uh, manner of deceit. But man, you need to have this kid back there doing all kinds of all kinds of deceptive work. Um, but how much time do you get to take off now between? Like, are, have you already started thinking about next year's recruiting class? Well, today is National Unfollow Day, so unless you're actually legitimately funny as a recruiter, there's maybe like five of them, uh, you're going to get the unfollowed today, and uh, somebody's going to have to figure out how to follow all these 2018 kids. You've already you've already threatened several members of our staff with I, that duty. I tell you, you know, if, if y'all are, are don't look too busy there in the slack, I might, <laughs> might drop that Trello card down and be like, hey, today is uh, National again. Follow day. <laughs> we, we tell no lies on this show, but has done this. But, but like, when when does that start in earnest? Because it feels like it just is constant. And I know part of that is because it's dominated by the outlets that only do recruiting, so they have a vested interest in making you think that this is literally a three hundred sixty-five day a year thing because you're paying for it on those sites. But realistically. When when can most people actually start to pay attention to next year if they want to? If you really want to pay attention next year, I, spring is you know kind of late spring. A lot of the offers go out. You get college coaches stopping by spring football at high schools across the south and in places that actually play spring ball. That's kind of when the the picture uh, starts to become a little little clearer as far as who, who's going to get offers. In summer camp season, it it clarifies a little more. This year, the timetable might get moved up because the potential for the early signing day uh, that the NCAA is contemplating. 
I'm actually going to be in Houston on Saturday for the <laughs> Houston Nike camp. Um, so when I ask how many how how many days do you get off, the answer is one. I, I'm going to take some days off, but I, I used to try and take you know like almost immediately off after signing day, and there's some there's still some good blogging to do after those days. So the week after this week is, is the week I'll probably really not be available too much. Um, is Spencer back? Did you die? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm back. Hey, we missed you. Dad's home. Dad's home, and he's furious. So look out, kids. Um, by by comparison, Spencer, when is the next time that you're going to pay attention to college football <laughs> recruiting? Three hundred and sixty-five days from now. College football recruiting? Yeah, about three hundred and sixty-three days. Okay. Have you ever Have you ever gotten into it at all at any point? No. Yeah. No. No. <clears throat> I don't. I, I, I would just prefer to be handed an Excel sheet quarterly. And somebody just looks at it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's it. I mean, there are so many people who compile this stuff for you that the idea of trying to become independently knowledgeable on it seems like it's just economically like inefficient. I have Not only do I have Bud, I have like 400 tables that I can pull off of recruiting sites. I have you know, at least three or four people I know who I can ask and just go, okay, how are they doing? Right. At this point, there's coaches who will tell you, yeah, you know, like they, they get pretty frank about it. They're like, yeah, I don't know. We're not, we're not really seeing what we want. And you can get an idea. That's if you need it. Right. And there is one other thing that makes this all a lot easier. And it's that there's a huge correlation between getting three, four and five stars and being in the top 10. That's <laughs> just, like there's no there's no real genius to that so you can look at that and you can kind of you know go back and sort of go oh yeah that that class of 2012 it's right here somebody laid it all out for me and look at that the only thing i wish i the only thing i wish i knew more about was who recruited where that to me is kind of interesting because then i can actually see like okay who makes a difference and who doesn't right like for example damian craig damian craig was just fired at lsu okay and all i'd heard about when he was at Florida State was, man, this guy's an amazing recruiter, right? He's phenomenal. And then, like, today it's like, oh, man, Damian Craig's fired. Okay. <laughs> like, what what happened? I, I need to know. This is Yeah, this is secretly one of the most interesting days in the college football calendar because it's when all the position coaches get axed that you're like, oh, so you were just keeping them until that kid signed the letter. Oh, well, that's fun. <laughs> that seems cool. So, like, maybe so- – four-star defensive tackle Neil Farrell out of Mobile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who went to LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Bud can probably answer this best, but I, is it true that some of these, um, they're not officially recruiting coordinators, but they're not really position coaches. Like, their contracts are more geared around post-signing day. As far as, like, when they expire and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's like something we should FOIA. <laughs> I'm trying to think. All right, that's other probably... outlets. Other outlets. Don't, don't... listen. Don't listen, no, other outlets. No, no, no takesies. You guys don't you turn off your uh, your listener stats on SoundCloud, so I I, I feel safe saying this. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's listen. not. He's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. Um. Yeah, it it is, but it is helpful that it is just sort of a volume game. I agree with Spencer. You could just sort of look at it and be like, "Oh, did we get a lot of the good guys? Cool." It's not the NFL draft is very different because, you know, if you if you care about a specific team, they're really only you're only going to get maybe three chances to get somebody who is 
probably going to be on the roster long term. So you, I get why people obsess over it, but it is weird that people get like Bud was saying today that the, uh, was it the LSU message board was hopping because oh, yeah. Marvin Wilson ended up going to Florida State, and it's like, yeah, it's just it's one guy, and and if it was the NFL draft, and you were like, shit, we really missed out on you know this one amazing player. Yeah, that that makes sense in in the grander scheme, but like, one guy can't tip it that far. I mean, you can get mad about how your class looks overall, but you shouldn't get mad over one player. That just seems mm, if ridiculous. If you were gonna get mad, if you were gonna get mad over one player, though, yeah, this is where I will actually pay attention to like individual players, quarterback. Okay, that's that's. But, quarterback. but again, if you're an LSU fan, you're used to living without that. <laughs> yeah, what, what so, is, if you're an LSU there? fan, I'm going to define the position as the most important offensive player on the field, usually lining up. <laughs> running, back inter- <laughs> running back intermediary. My, my single favorite thing about LSU's class, two quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Coach O said, well, we're taking just one at a time. We're going to take two. I got the uh, number one pick on the one quarterback's crystal ball because when he decommitted, I forgot to flip my crystal ball to Auburn because I was busy, like, actually creating content as opposed to just crystal balling daily. And uh, then he decided he was not going to flip to Auburn as planned, and he recommitted to LSU. So my existing pick from, like, 2014 of LSU <laughs> was then the number one LSU Brilliant. pick for the kid. You did and, it, uh, Yeah. You did so it. my LSU predictor ranking shut up like you're crazy. A, you're a champion. Uh, we got any more questions we want to have? Um, Jason, you, you you fancy any of those? Uh, let's see if any new ones have dropped in. What's the most Georgia way to landscape a yard? I'm guessing it involves guns. Yes, Daniel. <laughs> you're, right. you're right. That's not even one we need to answer. The most Georgia way to landscape your lawn is to get a bunch of ingrates from Ohio to come down here and burn it for you. Wow. That's... Oh, my God. It's <laughs> factual. Oh, I like this one. This is from Dakota Moyer. Would you agree that trimming palm trees builds the most character as landscaping goes? I'm going to say no because character building has to be something that trimming palm trees is something you got to work up to. You got to sort of show that you already have character before you earn the privilege of getting to use the long toggle palm tree trimmer. What builds character is hauling mulch. Yes. Once you ha- mm-hmm. once you as a middle schooler are asked to go to Home Depot, maybe get a hot dog, but probably not, and have to load the truck with mulch bags and then carry the mulch bags and then spread them out. Like, there is nothing more character building than saying, hey, take this fancy trash, haul it, and spread it nicely, because that's what mulch is. And because it's summer, it will have rained. Yes. Uh, And so the mulch bag will actually, and and Home Depot keeps their mulch outside, so the the mulch bag will contain a lot of excess moisture. When you pick it up, the, like, nasty-ass mulch juice will spread on your You know what it might also have? (laughs) is fucking ants. Mulch mulch bag, I guarantee you, one in five, that shit's got fire Fire ants ants. all up in it. So that's Mm. the the maximum landscaping character building exercise is mulching. I don't actually agree with character building. We just need to call it pain tolerance. Okay. Because like that's that that's all it is. I, yeah. Well, we're we're speaking Big Ten here. Things that suck make oh, you a, make you make you a better person. We're we're, <laughs> we're we're describing Southern things in Big Ten terminology. Yeah. Remember, character building is what somebody who doesn't want to pay you calls something that sucks for you to do it. Right. Like that's that's all it is. Oh. Right? That's what your dad's your dad's like. Well, you need to go out and do this chore. I don't want to do because um it'll build your character. Sure. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to talk briefly about Oregon just because, uh, A, 
Godfrey did an embed at Oregon and wrote a very nice piece that you should go find on our website about Willie Taggart's first class there. But B, more personally, uh, I got sent a link to a Tampa area high school coach, the coach at uh, the high school I attended, Hillsboro, um, basically said that he, and he claims other coaches in Tampa, had no relationship with Willie Taggart and that by uh, by losing Willie Taggart to Oregon and getting Charlie Strong, USF has gone from a Kia to a Cadillac. Mm. I mean, mm. Oregon's basically creating Floregon, as is their catchphrase, uh, and they're they got more good kids out of Florida than they probably ever have before under Chip or, or Halfridge. So that's well, yeah. <laughs> Shut down Volcast. Okay. Sponsored by sponsored by Kia. <laughs> A perfectly good car, and nobody buys Cadillacs anymore. Exactly. Like like, listen, I'm just gonna ride for the Sorento for the rest of my life. I mostly what I mostly like about comments like this is that, and this is definitely true in other states as well. I like the coaches who. Are are so invested in like their personal relationship with college co- with college coaches, and I get that it's important, and I get that you can't just sort of like, um, you know, ignore it. But <coughs> I'm sorry. This happens every time. Though. No, no, every no. Time a coach is... leaves anywhere, like look at look at what Texas coaches are saying about Charlie Strong right now. Someone like any time, any coach someone just leaves, gets to come out and like talk shit. That's it. it yeah, all the high school coaches get to say, actually, we didn't like that guy. I, I trailed off there because Bud made me stop back on my timeline, and Bud's going to tell you why. Uh, we found another Butch Jones thing during this podcast. Oh, this, this is a Bob Shoup thing. It's, oh, it's Bob Tennessee, Shoup. I'm sorry. but, but that, that's, yeah. that's fine. No, uh, I, I know what you're yeah, going to say, and it's yeah. good. Bob Shoup uh, thinks that the defense needs uh, less drama, uh, also less injuries. <laughs> Which I maybe flip those two. <laughs> yeah. I maybe lead with less injuries. Yeah. Again, like why? Why do we always lead with the metaphorical? Why don't we lead with we 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 need fewer ruptured ligaments? Is that but like when he said that? Is that kind of trying to sound like he's avoiding excuses? Because like if you say we had too many injuries, then everyone says, "Oh, I make excuses. You should coach your way around that." But if he says we had this problem and also injuries, I don't know. I'm, I I'm guess defending, I'm defending Tennessee. I'm sorry for that. You should be. Jason's defending Tennessee had... because he wants to be able to blog everything Tennessee like for the rest of time. <laughs> it's just it's straight content. I mean, shit. Jason might be in line to be the next coach. Who knows? Like two hours ago, there was another Butch Jones quote that I was like, "Hey, we should blog this." And so, and 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 Alex said, "Well, I don't know. This is kind of a misread of what he actually meant." And I was like, "Okay, fine. We'll stand down." And then Five Star Heart showed up, and it's like, down. "Shit." <laughs> I think I think that means that Butch Jones reads SB Nation, says something. If we don't blog it, he's like, "All right, let's go up." And that was a seven. And, and I'll give up. you an eight. You have to fence him in. You have to resist. You have to contain him. Otherwise, you'll normalize his behavior. You can't normalize Butch Jones. Never normalize Butch Jones. Um, I did actually. Did didn't did we discuss the baby animal question? We did. Yeah, well, that was while you okay. were disconnected. If but you it, run away, in that's out, sure. That's fine. that's fine. Editing this is going to be a fucking nightmare anyway. So uh, great, great. I I think holding up the actual Trojan mascot. That is the Trojan. <laughs> I think that would be really like a but, wriggling, but a, a baby version. No, 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 no. You have to. I think you you have to be super meta with this. What you do is you have you get wheeled in in 
a ma- another um, a wooden construction of another school's mascot. Like if you're considering um, going to UCLA, you get wheeled in in a wooden bear, and then you burst forth in USC clothing. It works on all levels. Please do this, someone. Either that somebody needs to do that, or they need to have the sack with some poor guy in a Trojan costume, like wriggling in it, right? And then just sort of releases him, right? And somebody's like, who was that guy? And you're like, I don't know. I just picked him up, put him in a sack. I'm a linebacker. I get the man I'm assigned. And I picked him off the side of the road and put him in a Trojan outfit. The other one would be if somebody held up the box of condoms, right? Somebody said, well, you know, you should hold up a box of condoms, right? And I thought, well, they're high schoolers, right? They're going to be like, yo, they're magnums, right? Also, people might might think you're going to Arizona State. <laughs> and then you and then you think about it and you say, actually, I think I will go to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> that makes I think that would be the best recruiting pitch for Arizona State if on signing day Todd Graham's just waiting there and he hasn't made the offer and he hasn't even talked to them or made any contact with them. And they go, Yeah, you know, I've decided I'm gonna take my talents to picks Nice's hat off the table, Alabama. And then Todd Graham just like pops up and goes, but what if you went to Arizona State? Like half of them would be like, <laughs> "Oh shit, I hadn't even thought about that." <laughs> you know what? That sounds great. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, like just then, like Todd Graham, and you know, it's not like Todd Graham doesn't have experience hastily leaving places on jets with a deal. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so he could just do that. But just... this time he gets to do it with a decory. Right. <laughs> like that's again five star recruit like out of plaque mine. Right, sitting there like. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to USC. But what if you went to Arizona State? <laughs> it's amazing. I think this works for like all levels of life, right? When you're like, well, I was thinking about taking that job in Anchorage, and somebody just pops their head out of a garbage can. They're like, you could go to Arizona State. I'm thinking about taking the LSAT. Or you could go to Arizona State. <laughs> and like 50% of the people, like people think there are plans in life and things that you should do or shouldn't do and destinations and destinies and things that should be. That's a lie. Just apply the Arizona State thing like, to it. You're like, I don't know. I was thinking about taking this other job. I, this other city. I, like, I bet if you, I bet if you wanted to, Spencer, you could get a tenure track professor job at Arizona State within a year. <laughs> oh, I want tenure in a year. That's what I want. <laughs> like three years to school president. I think. Listen, listen, y'all. All we do is give out good ideas for free. Listen, Arizona State. Todd Graham, I know you're listening. Hashtag, or you could go to Arizona State. <laughs> Every tweet. All right, just just let's try this. Wait, with yeah, our try that. Like after a recruit tweets out his top four, and your Arizona State's not on it, just reply with that. <laughs> let's just try this with our trash president, right? Just, just like <laughs> he'd fall for it too. He'd be like, "This is a great idea." <laughs> He's basically the like half blind dumbass at the OTB spinning conspiracy theories for you so he's got like his white supremacist council over there going like you should start a war with iran and like todd graham pops out of the like desk and he's like or you could go there right todd graham is our last with hope. his britney spears style headset <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, like all these pundits are like he's diabolical it seems like a simple strategy but it's working most stable country in the world our president's been in tempe for three years straight. <laughs> What's he doing? Daiquiris! <laughs> is that how a president acts? I, it's preferable. It is now. Yeah. 
It is now. Does it help Arizona State like go better than nine and three? No, no, no. That's nothing does. No, <laughs> no. So this came up yesterday. Do you think we could create a fake recruit Twitter account and convince fans, not saying Tennessee fans here, any fan base, of course, <laughs> right, right. to to tweet at it to go to the cover to their school? Yeah. Yes. I think we yeah. could. I absolutely think we could. And then, yes. then I think an, then another idea. Other outlets, please don't steal. We're going to do a year long story on this. And but here, here, here's the problem. We'll get in. We'll get too invested in it, and then we'll accidentally commit to Arizona State. <laughs> What's the problem? The only problem is how do we decide which of us gets to go? It's, it's going to be you, Jason. I've which seen time? I've seen Spencer which... and I. We we can't do it. Yeah, which coach, by the way, is going to actually like fall for it first? Uh, God, I've already ripped on Tennessee so much this, today. Wait, 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 wait. Oh wait, no, no, no! The answer is Rutgers. Andy Shannon do this at Miami? No, the answer is Rutgers. Rutgers is going to be like oh, a recruit that nobody's snapped up. Hello. But wasn't it Randy Shannon who is literally just looking at rivals rankings? Um. Yes. Okay, yes. so all we got to do is foil the outlets, and then it'll someone will follow. Well, Randy Shannon's probably not in a position of importance. Uh, no, surely so. he's not back at a Power 5 school. So, <laughs> that's cool. For sure. Uh, no, back in the day, uh, the stories that like, rivals and scout used to do this to each other. They would create a fake recruit and then say, like, this school offered to see if the other outlet would steal their information. Wow. Okay, so we need to get back to this, and then recruiting the, is the dumbest cold <laughs> war <laughs> ever. I predict two things will happen. Two things, yeah. Okay, will happen when we create our fake recruit. Okay, one that he'll become real. It'll be like the Tibetan story of the hat. Mm-hmm. We we'll talk the, about the hat as a monster well, so often that the hat becomes real. It, this, right? So we're making our own. Uh, what is it, Shazam, the movie with Sinbad? <laughs> to, to to use the Creflo dollar phrase, we will speak him into existence. Okay. <laughs> Correct. This is our this is our Mandela effect moment. We will actually speak this recruit into existence. He will walk onto the stage. We'll have no idea who he is. He'll actually just be like an eighteen year old who's large. He'll never played before, and somebody will just show up as his mother. Right? It'll just all spontaneously happen. And then when it <laughs> happens, we'll be like, oh shit. This is going way too far. This is absolutely just, insane. Just right? some large Swedish boy who doesn't speak English. <laughs> exactly. Somebody will just claim to be his mother because we'll have written about him, and some like delusional person will just show up and be like, "Yeah, I, I'm, yes, I'm, 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 I'm Spencer. I'm, yeah, I'm Henrik's. Name. I'm Henrik's mother." For a whole. Yeah. I'm we are going to Arizona State. <laughs> yeah. And what will happen? He'll say. I'm 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 announcing I'm going to um I'm going to the University of Florida. And then out of a garbage can, Todd Graham will pop up. So Todd Graham. And he'll go, but did you think about going to Arizona State? And he'll go. I did want to ask, since you two are actually our Georgia correspondents, like the state of Georgia, we determined that he would probably have to be from one of these like super like small Georgia counties. What Georgia county should our fake recruit be from? Or or can you or can you make up a new Georgia county? Well, we have about two hundred guys. Right, that's why we picked Georgia. Right. Uh, so I would go, I, I would go okay. one of those. Can we go one of those counties that's like probably down around Waycross? Can we do that? I think we hit them with the head fake. We go with Butts County. So mm-hmm. then they, all they do is laugh at Butts County. They don't actually. <laughs> check. We hide it in, in sight. Hold on, hashtag fake crutes. They'll say, they'll say, ha, 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 Butts County, that can't be real. Anyway, I don't know where this kid's from, but he's got an Arizona State offer. Okay, because I was going to go Troitland. 
Troitland County. He's out of Soberton, Soberton High School in Troitland. Because everybody will be like, Troitland? Oh, that's that's acceptably obscure. Oh, yeah. A lot of good kids. See, I've never even heard of that county. Is that Troitland? fake? No, it's real. Okay. Troitland. Yeah, Our- remember, remember, there's actually a Jeff Davis County. Jeff Davis. <laughs> See, like, the thing about living in Georgia is you can live here for decades and still have never heard of, like, lots of the counties. It's like the Louisville. Yeah, my, my wife and I printed out a map with all the counties once and kept it in the car and played county bingo for about two years. And there were counties on there that we never saw. Never. Oh, yeah. There are, prob- there are probably 100 Georgia counties I've never been in. What is the fastest time you could actually drive through every georgia county oh, like geez, you had to that's, do it no you can't no i don't think there are probably some that don't have roads like over <laughs> sorry oh, what? what do you think decatur county or miller like one of those places <laughs> that's just like pine trees and syphilis down so- in the south sorry Florida? sorry Turner? son this this county's a lake <laughs> seminole seminole county no no son they got nothing by the way there's there's there is a telfair county which is a corruption of telefera which is also a county. Okay. So we have a Telfair, we have a Telefera, and then we have a Telfair. You, so des- you have a designer imposter county. We have a designer imposter county of a nothing county. Okay. There's, a Dade count- there's a Dade County, Georgia. You know, what, you know what, where it is? It's the furthest northwest corner. Do you know what it's famous for? Two things. The real-life inspiration for Matlock was born there, and the Klan. That's, that's, that's what Dade County is famous for in Georgia. Our best and our worst. Our best and our worst. But yeah, we'll we'll say he's from Troitland County. We'll say he's from Soberton High School, and uh, we'll just we'll just set him up, and he'll end up going to fucking Arizona State. <laughs>